the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money, Patty Cohen of Pacific Union International, and joining us once again, Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is general trivia. Mark, you got something you want to tell us? Yeah, so um, I get, like everyone, lots and lots of spammy and other types of newsletters in my email inbox. And uh, a local realtor uh, in Marin that uh, I was just talking to Patty before the show, and she, she knows this person. And he sends me a newsletter, nice enough guy, but the newsletter he sends starts talking about national real estate statistics. It was very bullish real estate uh, newsletter about how great the real estate market is. Nationwide prices are up 5.8%, and the lack of inventory is going to continue to drive housing prices further north, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I just, you know, I'm not a fan of national real estate statistics. You know, everyone who is a real estate investor that I've ever known who's a successful real estate investor says that real estate is local. It's all yep. local. And, you know, here we are, you know, nearly, gosh, when, when did we see the market start to turn around here in California much earlier than most other states in, in, in the U S and maybe 2012, maybe yeah. we're, we're a good, you know, we're a good six years into, um, the, the real estate recovery. And in fact, in California here, we're, we're wondering how much longer this could go. So I just find it interesting that nationwide they're all going, Oh wow. Happy days are here again in real estate. Isn't this great? And in California, we're going, well, it's been great for six years. How much longer? So Patty, what do you think about national well, real estate statistics? It's irrelevant. Not even worth talking about. But the truth is, um, what seems I'm seeing right now being in the trenches in a, a shift in how buyers are behaving, and it feels a little bit like the end of the seller's market. Really, it really does. We're all, and we're we've all been looking for those signs. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, that's well, the first time I've heard you say that. I know. Yeah. And it's it's only January, but I mean, in January, I, I took six listings and I had seven sales. So I'm like in the wait, trenches. Wait, wait. So you sold the same listing twice. Um, no, buyers, I'm just, I'm just sellers, kidding, leftovers kidding. from last year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I actually did. I don't even count that. Here's a really? th- okay. funny, you brought that up because on one of the listings, it fell apart. Buyer walked. We were shocked at the price he offered. It was ridiculously high. But then when he came down to reality, yeah. it came in ridiculously low. Oof. Sellers were squeezed and had to close. So 
another one hmm. fell apart twice. We had 11 disclosure packets out and one offer that was low. So it's a it's weird what's happening. It's very frothy, okay. but you know, net net in the Bay Area, um, the price appreciation last year was 13.8% for the Bay Area. Okay. And that was not predicted. And then the number of sales were down 12%. And that's only because of lack of inventory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happens at the end of the market? What You know, the pigs get slaughtered sort of thing. Yeah. We, another signal is when sellers come out and they go, okay, now it's time. I'm going to ask that really high price. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, yes. and then buyers sort of get these schizophrenic messages about like, oh, you know, this one went with five. Offers. This one's been sitting there sixty days. Maybe the market's changed, yeah. and so that—that's what I've seen. And it's really hard to tell. We're going to have a good spring, but what is going after that? So you know, what is it? The second longest period of economic recovery ever, yeah. and you know, six years yeah. of rapid appreciation in the Bay Area. So. What is going to happen next? I mean, I honestly have been thinking that for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but, you know, is it too early to tell? I'm not sure. So would you think that in California we're likely to, to see the change in the market before anywhere else in the country? Yeah, we tend to. Yeah, yeah we tend to do that. Yeah, and, and Silicon Valley actually is hurting right now. So that's kind of the heartbeat. It used to be San Francisco was the heartbeat, and and the trend would go north to like Marin, Sonoma. Mm. But uh, Silicon Valley, I have... When you say hurting, hurting in terms of inventory? Uh, It posted the largest sales decline in in the Bay Area. But But that was number of sales. Yeah, because my my son is uh, just going to be probably moving back to the Bay Area from Orange County, because he's going to probably get a job uh, up here. So Ah. Interesting to see oh, yeah. in the South Bay, you know, what's available for him. It'll probably rent to begin with, but yeah. Well, over over three million is is the part that's suffering the most, and the biggest. Yeah. You know what? You know, every buyer is a million dollars, and well, he, starting he afford, out, he can't afford three million. Yeah, no, no, and exactly. Daddy, and Daddy ain't going to gift it to him either, right? <laughs> okay, and so that means he's going to be competing. Gotcha. Even though the market's changing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, first commercial break, we're talking uh, tr- general trivia here. What board game was invented by Charles Charles Dar- Darrow Charles Darrow during the Great Depression? Okay, what board game was invented by Charles Darrow during the Great Depression? Not Darwin, but Darrow. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be dead by then. Okay. Uh, that's our trivia question. Uh, call 888-912-1190 to answer that trivia question. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that tanning certificate. Don't touch that, which is worth about $100, by the way, mm. or 150 Something along those lines. Don't touch <laughs> that dial. The best of investing. I'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf, Patty Cohen, Nam Fon. All right. First <laughs> trivia question. Uh, what board game was invented by Charles Darrow during the Great Depression? Monopoly. Monopoly. He was bored, so he invented a board game. <laughs> that's correct. That's yeah, where the board, the board came from, right? Uh, yeah. And I think that's, uh, <laughs> well, I think the idea was it was so uh, depressing that people could feel like they were, you know, making money, mm, you know. Yeah. Oligopoly. 
as a new board game. Mm. Where uh, all the corporations and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's much. true. Uh, that's, a, that's a good idea. Hey, want to make a quick mention here. Uh, March 17th at the Marin Center is the Transcendence Theater's Broadway, uh, w- Women of Broadway. And wow. if you've never seen their show before, they do a fantastic job. Uh, so go to womenofbroadway.com, the Transcendence Theater at the Marin Center. Sounds Theater. great. It's, yeah, it's really, really awesome. Uh, down. Mar- uh, Nam, you wanted to ask uh, Patty a question. Yeah, Patty. So this time last year we had uh, so much rain, you know, for the next yeah. few months going forward. And so that, that, you know, people, there are less homes being put on the market just because of that. This year, completely different story. It's like 70 degrees today. Yeah. Um, and imagine it's probably going to be like that. Maybe some rain, but I don't think it's going to be like that for the rest of this uh, spring. So as a seller, should I consider putting my home on the market now or would it be worthwhile to, to maybe wait until, you know, quote, spring yeah, season. that's a really good question. And, and I was just with a group of realtors and we were talking about that. And the conventional wisdom is wait until spring. And old school sellers still feel that way. But in the last, I'd say, three, four, five years, it's kind of shifted anyway. But I've been saying for the last 20 years, February is the best time to list your house because the buyers come out in February and they're really like fresh and out of the gate and they're ready to find something right after Super Bowl. Right after, well, maybe that's that's a conventional wisdom also. But how about you know if everybody's like maybe I'm a contrarian. If everybody's flocking over there, yeah. why don't you do it before they go over? Because the buyers are out and the sellers aren't yet. Good point. So, seller, would you rather compete with everybody else? Is that what you're saying? You know, and and the thing is, like, it's a level playing field. So even if it was raining, everybody's going to be in the everybody on the market is going to be in the rain, and everybody's going to have the same flowers in in spring. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. good point. All right, uh, let's see. Hey, Mark, you know what? We received a couple of emails for you. Uh, actually, we have three different ones here. First of all, what effect does the wild stock market ride have on your lending business and the fund? So the stock market, when the stock market is wild, it's actually really good for alternative investments. And at Pacific Private Money Fund, at Pacific Private Money, we have a fund that we use to make mortgage loans. We're an alternative finance provider. We make short-term loans to people who need uh, to close quickly, close a real estate transaction quickly. And... It's interesting. We've had more inquiries in the last several weeks about our fund because of the volatility in the stock market. People don't like volatility. People don't like the unknown. And yes, the market it goes down a thousand, then it goes back up five hundred. You know, many are wondering. Hey, it's been a great ride uh, this last year in the market. You know, hopefully, you know, those of you listening, you've had uh, some exposure in the market, so you've been able to enjoy that ride. But maybe now you're wondering if you've put, you know, if, if you're a little overloaded or overweighted uh, in your portfolio and stocks, you might be thinking that it's time to, you know, reposition. And if you are, uh, you wouldn't be alone. So we're uh, we're seeing an influx of dollars being invested by our existing investors into our fund and they're taking it from profits they're taking profits from the market and uh, and increasing their accounts at Pacific Private Money Fund so we're we're pretty thrilled with that uh, it's interesting our uh, we think 
the real estate mortgage pool fund model as an investment does well when the market is going up, but it also provides safety and security features when the market is going down. So, you know, we think, I wouldn't say that we're recession-proof, because certainly... You know, the last real estate recession would is proof <laughs> that there is no there is no industry that's recession proof. But that being said, knowing what we know now as a result of the last cycle, we are preparing our portfolio to be able to withstand, you know, a, a um, you know, a relatively significant uh, downward trend in pricing. And just like we were talking about in the last segment, you know, in California, we're probably going to hit the, the, the market cycle, the real estate cycle before anybody else. And, and uh, you know, maybe some of those signs are going to be forthcoming this, this year. So okay. give us a call for more information at Pacific Private Money. We're at 415 883 2150 or go to our website website's pacificprivatemoney.com that's pacificprivatemoney.com very good all right um no uh, let's see um no no you already asked patty the question so let me ask mark one one more quick one here you've stated in the past that you typically will lend no higher than 70 percent ltv but i hear and see bank ads that claim that they'll lend up to 90 percent I thought they were more conservative. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so banks have never been more conservative than private money when it comes to loan-to-value ratios. Um, people think when they hear the term hard money or private money that it's you know up to a hundred you know it's high percentage financing or up to a hundred percent or you could borrow all of the equity in your home from a hard money lender that's actually never been the case uh, when I worked in development before I was a lender um, and we used to borrow from several local hard money uh, lenders even then it was 65 to 70 percent maximum loan to value was was what we could uh, borrow against uh, existing equity uh, that differential the difference between 70 let's say 70 percent and 100 percent is 30 percent that 30 percent is called protective equity that's what is left over in case the borrower stops paying and the lender has to foreclose and maybe there's some you know six months of unpaid interest, et cetera, maybe some unpaid property taxes when you foreclose. There's, there's costs, legal costs, foreclosure costs. So we need that protective equity so that if things don't go as planned and we have to foreclose on the property, that our investors who've uh, you know placed their capital with us in, in, in exchange for a promise of a high yield, we don't want their principal, their capital to be at risk. Now, the banks uh, take a different approach. They have a different charter. They're not using private capital. They're using money from generally, you know, basically borrowed from the feds uh, to make loans. And really, their their whole lending model is different. Uh, they're in the business to make long-term loans. And in, over the long term, real estate values go up. So they can make an 80% or 90% loan today because on that 30-year loan they're giving you, they expect the value of that home over time to increase in price. At Pacific Private Money and other private money lenders, we lend on today's value uh, mostly. Uh, some lenders lend on future value if it's a fix and flip, but most of our loans are not to flippers. Most of our loans are to people who need the money now and are going to pay us back in 12 months. So we, we solve for today's value, and we solve for 70% loan to value or less. Very good. All right. We're going to go to our second commercial break. What do you get when you mix white rum, lime juice, mint, and sugar. 
Call 888-912-1190. What do you get when you mix white rum, lime juice, mint, and sugar? Don't touch that dial. The best are invested. I'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Hanf, Patty Cohen, and Nam Fon. Second trivia question. What do you get when you mix white rum, lime juice, mint, and sugar? Nam. Breakfast. Breakfast. No, that's not <laughs> oh, true. Oh, man. Foiled. <laughs> Foiled, yeah. Patty, what's the answer? Mojito. A mojito. That is Summer correct. drink. Very yeah. good. Feels like summer. Um, a quick mention here also. For the San Francisco Theological Seminary, thinking of a wedding venue, family reunion, or a place for you and some friends, check out the San Francisco Theological Seminary in San Anselmo, where a gracious two-story, completely remodeled Victorian home features six spacious bedrooms and three full baths, kitchen, and and all that fun stuff. Call 415-451-2836 or go to www.seminaryevents.com. Uh, Mark Ornom, do you have a deal of the week? Yeah, I've got a deal of the week that uh, this is a loan that closed a couple of weeks ago. This is in Oxnard, California, where we provided a loan to a brother who's a contractor. He, he saw a property that he liked with a... Uh, Detached unit. He just needed speed or the the capital for speed, so we gave him a loan for four twenty four hundred twenty thousand. He's going to uh, fix it up and rent it out. But um, you know, it's a pretty typical deal for us. But one of the things I wanted to highlight about this is his credit score is in the mid seven hundreds. Okay. And this is a loan we're going to sell on privatemoneyloans.com shortly. There's another loan that we're going to put on there as well. The borrower in that case, their FICO was in the eight hundreds. So, just want to reiterate, people think hard money, they think the borrower is typically somebody who's not in a great financial situation. That's often not the case these days. A lot right. of people come to us for speed. Right. And, and so, a typical question we get from an investor who, you know, we talk about our fund that pays 8%. Well, how do you produce that? Well, we make 9 and 10% loans to the public. And they go, why would anybody borrow money at 10% when Bank rates are five. Mm-hmm. They're just, you know, and it's typical. It, it, and the only people that ask that are ones, obviously, that haven't tried to get a bank yeah, loan in a while. Right. They probably got their 30-year loan, you know, when markets, uh, you know, when the, when the mortgage rates bottomed out sometime, you know, you know, how many X number of years ago. Right. But, uh, mm-hmm. or they have steady income. And, and, and again, they're just, you know, there's, there's that group of lenders. And it's actually, you know, probably a majority. I don't know what the percentage is. But, you know, a majority of borrowers have, you know, fixed reliable W-2 income, and they're not borrowing more than their means. They have the, the income. They, I mean, they could check off all the boxes. They got the savings account. They got the cash in the bank. They got the W-2. They got the job that they've been at for X number of years. But here in the Bay Area, we've got this, you know, this industry where people move around a lot, right, yep. between tech jobs. So that's, it's actually rare for a person to be at the same position uh, more than two years. Well, I shouldn't say rare, but there's a, there's a significant percentage of borrowers who are moving around from job to job, you know, because they're in high demand. Workers are in high demand. Right. And, and there's no loyalty anymore among a lot of, especially in tech companies. You got that. And then you've got the high percentage, relatively speaking, in the Bay Area of self-employed, which is not true throughout most of the rest of the United States. So in in the Bay Area, we have a higher than normal percentage of people who just can't check off the boxes 
for a conventional bank loan, especially when they're competing in a tight market to buy. So those guys need 90 to 120 days to get a conventional loan because it takes longer to provide the bank with this endless stream of information that yeah. uh, and explanations and, oh, wait a minute, you haven't seasoned that money long enough and you got to stop moving money between bank accounts, and you know which a lot of our contractor clients do. So there's just a myriad of reasons why in the Bay Area there's a higher percentage of the population that really just getting bank financing can be one of the most humiliating and frustrating, if not downright angering processes. And you need, and, and, and if you're competing in a tight marketplace, you're just, you're not going to be able to get that house you want. So what do you do? You come to an alternative finance provider like Pacific Private Money. And yeah, our money is, you know, nearly twice as expensive as the bank. But the good news is that we actually make it really easy to borrow that money. First of all, it's light documentation. Um, and there's no prepayment penalty. So we're a tool to help people capture real estate quickly and reliably. They can make an aggressive offer that closes in, let's say, 21 days, maybe even more aggressive than that. We've helped people close uh, 14-day uh, transactions. Um, you know, They'll put in an all-cash offer and then come in with a, with a no-frills private money loan from a company like us. Well, even though the, you've mentioned that your rate is almost twice as high as a bank, since there's no prepayment penalty, they can pay you off quickly and so that it doesn't hurt right. much. It's, right. It's a tool. So, so here's what ends up happening is that people use us for certainty of ability to buy real estate. And what it costs them is anywhere from ten dollars to $20,000 more to buy the house they want. Now we've taken away the worry and the what ifs. Uh, what if I? What if the bank doesn't close in time? I'm going to lose my deposit. You know, I don't want to lose fifty thousand dollars. And you know, it's so. There's a lot of things, and we've rescued transactions where we get calls. I've gotten emails over the weekend from realtors saying, "Hey, I've got a client who's going to whose deposit." is already non-refundable and they're going to lose it if I can't close this deal on Friday and the bank financing just fell through. Can you guys help? And, you know, we love stories like that. We love helping. We love rescuing deals. You know, contrary to hard money lenders of 20 years ago, we're really heroes for many people. We're doing good work. We're making loans that people want, need, and appreciate. We're not lending to people, you know, we're not the lender of last resort for people with one foot in bankruptcy, and, and the only way we're going to get paid back is if everything goes perfect, which means we're going to probably foreclose on their property. That's not the kind of loans we make anymore. We're, 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 you know, we're a plan B when plan A is not a reliable option. And banks are not really up with the times either. I was meeting, I met with a mortgage broker today, and she talked about a client who had excellent credit, had income from stocks, but for some technicality, that income couldn't be um, used in calculating. Yeah. Um, Two million in the bank. Oh, God. And they wouldn't give him a loan. There was one other technicality, and I didn't really pay that much attention, but I thought, you know, just pure logic, and a fifth grader would say, give that guy a loan. And he couldn't do it. And she's going for an exception. Maybe she'll get one. But back to it takes a lot of time, and you have all this red tape, and, you know, people don't want to do that anymore or can't and don't want to lose their deposit or whatever. Right. So we help them get in the house. Now they're in. You're living there. You've got your dream house. Um, And you can take now the next 
you know, two, three, four, five, however many months it takes uh, for your mortgage broker to get you that conventional financing, to get you that 4% loan. And then it's all well and good. You got the house you wanted. So, yeah, it's, it's funny because, you know, we're able to take uh, a, a holistic approach and say, you know, what's the likelihood this guy is going to be able to get a conventional loan and pay us back? And usually that certainty comes from the mortgage broker who brought us the deal, right. who brought yeah, us the exactly. client. Yeah. And so, uh, so, so again, you know, we, we help realtors and we help mortgage brokers look like heroes to their client by, you know, rescuing transactions. Very good. Hey, tell you what, we're going to go to a third trivia question here. What is the only pasta to eat for good luck on New Year's Day, according to Sicilian tradition? Call 888-912-1190 to see if you know the answer to that question. And don't touch that dial. The best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Pacific Union International. We're going to ask our, first, our, our third trivia question here. What is the only pasta to eat for good luck on New Year's Day, according to Sicilian tradition? Gnocchi? Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Not gnocchi. Angel hair? Nope. Oh, that's a good one. Lasagna. Uh, lasagna. Okay. Uh, so, right. uh, Nam, you want to ask Patty a quick question about? Yeah, and, you know, I have a couple friends who are stagers, uh, so there's probably not the they're probably not the person to ask. But is staging really effective for for um, you know when, when you're putting your home on the market to yeah. hire a stager to do all the work? It seems like it's a lot of work and, yeah. and a lot of money too. It's a lot yeah. of money and it's a lot of work, and it absolutely positively does work, yeah. and especially here when pretty much everybody does it um, and, and other parts of the country don't as much hmm. but if you're the only game in town doing it you're going to look even better yeah, so no matter what forward, right? exactly yeah. and staging encompasses a lot of things I mean it's general yard clean up it's um, washing windows it's that's what staging is these days it used to be that you know a stager would come in and say sellers you need to move out you I'm going to oh, yeah. bring in my furniture you can't sit on it and that's how it went. But now we've got, sta- I've got several, sta- I've got all kinds of stagers, but several stagers that'll just go- work with their furniture, really? okay. twist it up, make things shine. Um, looks like a completely different house. Oh. You know, feng shui, placement, uh, color. There's so much, there's like science behind it. So you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're saving the couple from having to put stuff in storage. But, of course, their stuff has to look decent uh, in order right. to, to work. Yeah. Well, pretty much. But they can pull stuff out and bring, some, you know, swap things, things, you know. Um, but staging absolutely positively works no matter how it's done. Um, vacant houses, no. They don't show as well. Mm-hmm. Messy houses, no. They don't show as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's funny you think with, with a vacant house, you know, you'd be able to show all that room. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, people can't imagine their own furniture. Right. You know, yeah, because, so I mean, think about it when you go into a model home, right? Yeah. What you're buying is this whole beauty, and what you're not getting is that beauty. <laughs> like, people yeah. buy the staging emotionally. They emotionally yeah. buy the staging. Like, they see how they could be lounging in the backyard with the iced tea and the towel, and they see how that fake, you know, TV on the wall and the sectional couch and all that. What you don't want is for someone to go in and go, how much for that furniture? 
<laughs> yeah. By the whole house, too. Yeah. Yeah. Patty, uh, you've got all this good information, good insight. How do people get hold of you? Oh, and I am so happy to share any information anytime. Um, Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N, and I'm with Pacific Union International, the luxury broker in the Bay Area, oh. and I'm at 415-722-4842. And your email? Um, Patty.Cohn, C-O-H-N, at PacUnion.com. Pretty easy to remember. Patty, P-A-T-T-I? Yes, okay. thank you. Good. Or you could go to BestMarinAgent.com. Ooh. There's a reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> you're the best marine agent. So paying for staging, Patty, are there different ways that, that a, someone who's selling their home can make arrangements with their stager for h- how that cost is picked up? Pretty much up front. Okay. Yeah. All right. Have you had, because I, I know in, in the East Bay, I've, I've, uh, we've, we've done some uh, flip sales where we've been able to get, uh, work out arrangements where it's you know, 50% and then 50% at close. So I wasn't sure if that was also huh. true in other higher end areas, because I know in Marin. And, uh, I don't and, see and if it. it saves you, you know, a whole month's worth from a sale, um, you know, that's. That could be worth yeah. that extra. Well, that's the whole the whole idea, right? The whole idea is you sell your home faster and for a higher price, right? You really do. And people wonder, you know, what's the staging contract? It's basically a two month contract, mm-hmm. and then you can keep it month by, month to month at a lower price. Yeah. Maybe it's sometimes fifteen hundred dollars a month to keep it yeah, staged. Yeah, the price is already there, so you don't have, to have moving men. And, right. Uh, yeah, and you're paying forward. for the design and all that. Yeah. Mm, very good. Yeah. Uh, Mark, another email came in and says, I read on your website that Pacific Private Money has been in business since 2008, but your fund has been around since 2013. How did you make loans before 2013? Well, so that's a great question, and it's actually a really simple answer. Um, we made loans using private individual capital that was not in a fund. So when you call a private money loan broker or loan originator, there's really only three ways that they can make you a loan, assuming that it's you know private money and not bank money. Um, one is maybe they have their own cash, and some families actually do have small businesses where they love you know lending out their own money secured by real estate because of the great yields they get. It's a conservative way to make money on your money. The second way is to work with a group of individuals who like to invest in real estate secured notes. That's how I started in 2008. I came from a 20 plus year career in real estate, so I knew a lot of of, um, a lot of real estate uh, brokers and other real estate professionals who, because they were real estate savvy, they, you know, many of them uh, who had saved their money and, and, and had, you know, substantial savings were uh, either buying real estate or lending on it. So I was able to uh, slowly over time build up a database of people who like to invest in local real estate secured notes. And that's how we did, you know, the first 500 loans that we did at Pacific Private Money were just basically, you know, a handful, uh, which has now grown up to about 300 uh, individual investors who have invested in at least one loan directly <clears throat> through Pacific Private Money. Now, in 2013, we decided to create a mortgage pool fund as an additional way to raise money and to deploy that money into loans. And the reason why brokers like myself are attracted to the fund model is it's... Uh, it, 
it, it's easier to deploy the capital, number one, but also it, it saves from really making your investors angry. Because what was starting to happen in 2013 is I, you know, we'd get a good loan and you know, because it was efficient, we'd send out the funding opportunity by email. We'd put together a nice overview on the loan funding opportunity. We'd shoot it out to 20 or 30 or 40 people. And then we'd get five or six phone calls within an hour, but only the first guy would get the loan and the other four or five would make some snarky remark, if not downright <laughs> angry at me wasting their time. Don't send it to me. If so, now, that still happens, yeah. unfortunately, although we've gotten better at, uh, at, at you know, strategically you know, deploying individual note investment opportunities. But the fund, I got to tell you, the fund is great for people who are passive investors who don't want to play that phone game by you know, you know, watching their email for any opportunity that comes in. You know, yeah. People, you know, they, they're living their lives and they don't want to be that, uh, that hands-on. So, you know, our passive investors, they invest in the fund. They get, you know, great, reliable returns of nearly 8% uh, for the last four and a half years running. Um, But uh, if you're a note investor and you like investing in individual notes, you're not a fan of investing in funds and people have different appetites for how they like to manage their capital, um, you know, we still work with individual note investors. So for more information on, on mortgage investing in general, which includes direct note investments or investing in a mortgage pool fund, if you want to learn the safety and security features and how we compare and contrast with things like stocks and REITs, give us a call. We're happy to discuss that with you in great detail. We're at uh, 415-883-2150 or go to PacificPrivateMoney.com. We do monthly webinars, and lately we've been going around the Bay Area doing little road shows. We just did one at Momo's two weeks ago in Walnut Creek, and uh, you'll hear about uh, an upcoming event that we're going to do shortly. Yeah, we'll announce it uh, probably on the next show for March. Still lining updates and locations. And I think the, the best part about the fund is no losses. That's the important to me. That's most important. Oh yeah, thing. preservation yeah. of principle. Well, very consistent return. I think it's been eight, eight, hovering around eight for the last five yeah. years. So. Yeah. So the fund distributed seven point eight five percent. So just a little under eight last year. That was a little bit better than the year before, where it was seven point eight, and then the years before that it was around eight percent. So it's been it's been fairly steady, right around eight percent. And uh, you know, more often than not, people go, "Gosh, it sounds too good to be true." What are the risks? Well you really have to call us and find out more information because you'd be surprised at how well protected these investments are. So again, for more information, PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right. Stay with us. Uh, We already asked our trivia questions. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back with some closing comments. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit BestOfInvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf, Patty Cohen, and Nam Fon. Uh, Mark, you you wanted to make sure there's a clarification on something. Right. I wanted to finish on, on uh, talking about the Pacific Private Money Fund. Mortgage pool funds uh, in California typically require you to qualify to invest, and the qualification regulations are that you be an accredited investor. So many of you know what that means. That means you need to have a million dollar net worth, but not including the equity value in your home. So um, that is a that is a qualification. It's an SEC regulation. It's not our uh, requirement, but uh, uh, most mortgage pool funds do require you to be an accredited investor. And in the Bay Area, that's you know not a difficult uh, bar to to cross in most cases. But let's just say you're not. And we do get calls from people who've got several hundred thousand dollars uh, in addition 
addition to you know their their you know stock holdings and other holdings that they want to put to work and they want to make some return on it and for whatever reason maybe the bulk of their net worth is in their home. And that's not unusual in Marin County and San Francisco. You could be worth several million dollars and have the bulk of that tied up in the equity in your home, but you don't pass the accredited investor threshold requirement. What do you do? Well, you can still invest in individual notes. You do not need to be an accredited investor to invest in individual notes. And we have a new note sales platform that we've been talking about for several shows now, and that is the website called privatemoneyloans.com that's privatemoneyloans plural all one word dot com and if you go there and register you can view no individual notes for sale and you can invest in an entire note or you can invest in a piece of that note. We fractionalize notes uh, up to five ways, sometimes 10 if it's a larger note. So sometimes minimum investments could be as low as you know $50,000 uh, investing in a real estate secured note. And again, these are California loans. Uh, these are not the same loans that you might invest, let's say, if you went on a nationwide platform, uh, because on those nationwide platforms, you don't actually get uh, a recorded deed of trust. Uh, here in the uh, on our platform, on privatemoneyloans.com, this is is trust deed investing just using new technology that allows you to shop at your leisure and not battle it out with uh, guys over the email and over the phone so for more information you should go to privatemoneyloans.com register it costs nothing to register we won't spam you um, and take a look at uh, at the individual notes that we are selling and these are actually notes that have already been closed so some of them have been performing for a few months some just a few weeks so uh, Again, uh, check us out, and we're really excited about that uh, new uh, new note sales platform. Very good. Uh, Patty, any last comments? Well, I think it's really tricky to be a buyer or a seller right now, mm. so I was going to suggest someone, if you have any questions on strategy, yes. that's what I excel at. Yeah, you do. Call me, 415-722-4842, and it's Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N. And you're very good about giving information, not requiring people to sign a listing with you right away. Right. A lot right. of people are afraid to call realtors because they yeah. think, are you just going to glom onto me and annoy exactly. me and, and you know make me sell my home? But no, you're just looking for information, and that's, uh, that's yeah. a great service to Patty is an anti-glom person. Um, no gloming. <laughs> I understand it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. Nam, anything uh, before we cut out? Yeah. If people are interested in um, attending our next fund information session, to call me or email me. Phone number is 415-883-2150. Or you can email me, nam, N-A-M, at pacificprivatemoney.com. Also, go to our website, too. There's a lot of information about past fund events, as well as oh, yeah. information about private money loans. It's a great resource for people who are interested in understanding private money better. Yeah, a lot of websites are just really nothing more than, than a brochure or a business card for companies. We keep adding uh, material. Where we've been putting more and more, we've been doing videos, we're doing interviews, we've got webinars up there, there's articles and blogs. Uh, I've been writing blog posts, uh, Edward has some information we're making available on there. So anyway, go on, uh, go, go to the resources tab tab on the PacificPrivateMoney.com website and uh, read and learn. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to cut out here. Here's our thoughts for the day. Life is like a coin. You can spend it any way you wish, but you can only spend it once. Mm. And the difference between school and life 
In school, you're taught a lesson and then given a test. In life, you're given a test that teaches you a lesson. lesson. That's that's great. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.